For the seventh year running, Guildford-based charity The Halo Project have organised their Halo 250 cycle ride, a fundraising event raising money and awareness for the excellent work they do for young people with learning disabilities. I was invited down to Clock Barn Hall in Godalming to help welcome back the 120 riders as they completed the Magnificent Seven and spoke to several people about their involvement in the event and just what it means to them. It was just 12 months ago that we were stood over in that little room talking over there. And once again, I am with George and Mark at the end of a Halo 250. The Magnificent Seven, which you were talking about so eagerly last year, has now been and gone. Uh, let's start with George. George, how did it go this year? It's been a fantastic weekend, as you think. Yeah, it's been very enjoyable. Uh, the weather's helped. It's been lovely and warm. It's been sunny. Mm. That helps the riders because they don't feel quite so stressed because they're not hiding in corners being wet and miserable. And they've loved it. And they've been, it's, it's still a tough three days. 120 miles yesterday in France. Lots of hills. But it's, been, it's just been wonderful. The camaraderie amongst the riders is so good. Support team have just been lovely this year. Yeah. And lots of people have said they're coming back. So that's always a good thing. Uh, there's a, ch- a chat we've, um, uh, we were talking to earlier. He saw this on Twitter. He had no re- connection, no knowledge of Halo, no knowledge of the Halo 250. He saw it. He has a connection with a child who's got learning disabilities and he saw that and wanted to get involved. He's coming back next year. That, to me, is the most important thing. Yeah, and that's a big success. Uh, but, of course, as great as the three days are, it starts way before that, doesn't it, Mark? Lots and lots of preparation. Tell us a little bit more about that side of things. Uh, so the preparation for us starts um, back in or the September. Um, booking various ferry crossings, coaches, etc. But our real drive in the organisation at that point is to get riders involved, get people signed up. Um, They can sign up online at halo250.org.uk. And then it's just a case of arranging training rides, going out training during the cold, wet winter months. The end result is is where we are today. It takes a lot of organising. Um, but it takes a lot of effort from the riders as well to get to a level that they can happily cycle 250 miles. Very good. And how is it that you came to be involved with this one? Because obviously your work is in a very different area, isn't it? Yeah, well, uh, Mark and I um, set up a business called GM Recruitment, which is a construction industry agency. Mm. And uh, it was through one of our clients, Martin Day, who's one of the founders of Halo, and so we just wanted to do a small ride for him. We just got into cycling. We thought it'd be very good, no, good fun. Ten of us would raise £5,000 and it'd be a bit of fun. Um, that was in 2012 and it's ended up being this extraordinary event. So we got into it through that and never looked back. And as I say, last year we were talking uh, in the little room over there after you'd done the sixth one and you were talking about this magnificent seven that you were going to do. What are the plans for next year? The next year will be the same again, but bigger and better. <laughs> we have a number of um, surprise plans that we're thinking about. We've, we're playing on names at the moment, but obviously it'll be around the number eight. But yeah, it's, uh, as I said before, it's all about signing the riders up and they can do that online at halo250.org.uk. Fantastic. Well, well done to both of you. I'll let you go and relax and uh, we will see you again next year. Many thanks, Jeffy. It's great stuff. Thank you. He's made his way through 250 miles and he has finished. You're looking very well for it, I must say. Damon, nice to meet you. Thank you. I, I, I probably look better than I feel. Um, it is quite a test, um, but we've got, we had 120 riders who 
took up the challenge and uh, and raised a lot of money for charity for Halo. And, it, and it's just a uh, it's brilliant to see what what people are prepared to do, mm. give up their bank holiday weekend and do something ridiculous like cycling uh, 250 miles in 48 hours. Yeah, big distance. Very hot this year as well. Very. It's, this is the hottest definitely we've mm. ever had. Um, so I think we got we got lucky because we got in just as it seems, it seems to have got hotter. The, uh, but it, we've had bright, blazing sh- sunshine the whole way. There's a lot of red legs I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of sunburn this year. Bit of sunburn, I should mm. say. Yeah, it's um, it's but it's the atmosphere is fantastic, and the yeah. you know the, the camaraderie, and you get to meet lots of people from all different walks of life, and they and they're having fun and and working hard as well. Yeah, and that's what you say. You know, there's 120 people here. The riders definitely getting involved in the course. Talk to us a little bit more about Halo and why you're involved with the project. Well, I'm involved because my son, my first son, or me and my wife, uh, first son Oliver, um, he had Down syndrome, mm. and then as he's grown, we've been through the school system, and then you know it's more a question of what happens after that and so we had to we got together with a group of other parents here in Surrey um, and all our children um, have uh, learning disabilities of some some form or other and we put together the the name Halo out of their the first letters of their names so O is Oliver in in, uh, the Halo and um, so then we kind of worked on what to do um, because it's very uh, typical that people create uh, environments and and places for people with disabilities to live all together, but they're a long way away, and they're also grouping people together in 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 uh, isolated communities, and and we didn't feel that was right, yeah. and so a bit of research we uh, found that the the right way forward is um, to. You know, people with learning disabilities want to have their own house, they want to have their friends, they want to do the, all the things that we do um, and their own space and get away from their parents. So that's what's happened. It's grown into that. Plus we provide all sorts of social activities that bring the, bring up their confidence and they, and they have their own community of friends here but they don't all live together You know, they can use Guildford and, and Woking and places in the same way that everyone else would. It's great to see you know loads of them here today getting involved and celebrating with you all. Yeah, they're very they're very good at this now. They they kind of get the whole halo thing and they they know that it all means lots of fun and uh, and they don't realize it but they're also learning. Yeah. <laughs> getting that in there too. No, it's yeah. fantastic to see them today. Brilliant to welcome you all back over the line. Congratulations and well done on the 7th year. Thanks very much for talking to us. I'm talking to Graham who is the manager of Building Futures, one of the projects here. A brilliant day today, Graham. Oh, yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. This year we've really brought in all of the Halo young people uh, more as well. Uh, We held a static event outside Waitrose in Guildford, and it's really linked the two events together, and, and being part of the community is what Halo is all about. It is indeed. Now, you talk about the young people. Obviously, Building Futures is a great project for them. Tell us a little bit more about what it is that you do. Yeah, so Building Futures is our flagship learning programme. Uh, we have 26 young people this year. We've expanded to three-year groups over the last couple of years. Um, and we're with them three or four days a week. A lot of young people, they finish formal education and there's still a lot more capacity for learning for them, a lot a lot more ways that they can work towards their goals. So we work in a really person-centred way, working on everything to uh, to bolster these young people up and really set them off on their journey through life you know, on the best foot forward, really. And it's really nice to see them here today. They're really getting involved with the project and the, and the party here this afternoon. But you were saying they have taken part in their own event this week, so similar to the 250, uh, but something a little bit different. Yeah, so again, I think because we've had um, a few years where young people have, have wanted to get more and more involved, this year we decided to do like a, a static event in Guildford because we are a Guildford-based charity. So outside Waitrose, 
in Guildford. They've kindly let us have three bikes there, and each bike over the last three days has done the 250 miles. Mm. Mainly the young people, which is absolutely fantastic. Some have done sort of 30, 40 miles over the few days. Others only a small amount, but everyone gets a go. And then we've even just roped in some people off the street <laughs> to come along and uh, have a go. Yeah, yeah, come and do 20k. But we're we're a we're a community program. We don't use public transport. All of our venues are in and around Guildford Town Centre. So oh, okay. it's a very much a building futures event to do it in that way. I have to say we've also had great help from Evans Cycles uh, and also the Bike Project and obviously Waitrose to help us put it together. It's been really really great. And have you found that it's been really well responded to of the people of Guildford? Have they really got involved this weekend? Yeah, massively. I think I think some people know about us in Guildford. We've been we've been around over ten years, um, but we're always getting our name out more. Um, and I think once people find out what you're doing and why you're doing it, and realise that the young people are there with you, doing it and intrinsically involved and, and taking everything from it, then yeah, thankfully people seem to have been given very generously, which is always great. <laughs> <laughs> always helpful with the fundraiser. Um, now, one of the young people who has taken part not only took part in the static cycle, but also went a little bit further and did th- something quite inspirational. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about Sam? Yeah, definitely. So Sam is uh, he's one of our year C's. Uh, it's a pilot year in year C. Um, and he's been with us for three years now. He decided uh, in one of his review meetings, kind of last June, I really want to do that. Um, so we've been working with him in a very person-centred way on how we can build him up to actually doing the whole mileage over the three days. Um, and what he did was do two days on the exercise bike um, outside Waitrose, so it's actually his bike on a kind of treadmill machine. Um, and he's done that for the two days, achieved the mileage he needs to do. And then with uh, one of the Building Future staff, Chris, he's come up from Portsmouth today and finished with the main riders. And he, w- he was first across the line and grinning from ear to ear. And that is, that's Building Futures. We, we, yeah. will, we will find a way to help young people achieve their goals. And now the ride is done, what happens for the next 12 months? What's next? Yeah, so it never stops with Halo. Uh, this is one of our biggest fundraising events, the main ride raises upwards of £400,000. Hopefully our static event has maybe added a few, maybe three or four K to that this year, which is amazing. Uh, But we're always fundraising. Our programmes as a charity have to have fundraising money to keep going. Uh, A lot of people will know that the climate for charities and and the social care industry is not easy right now. Um, So to carry on doing the work that we're doing, we have to raise the money throughout the year um, and, and keep injecting that money back into our charity so that we can keep achieving the goals that we're aspiring to do. Amazing. We've done a great job today. Graham, well done and good luck for the next few months. Thanks very much. All the best. So I'm talking to some of the people who've been involved with both the 250 and the static ride over the weekend. Uh, One person who I do have in front of me is Sam, or Super Sam, as I've heard him called around the place. Sam, you've had a very good weekend this weekend. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about what you've done? It's just been great to have everybody just behind me all the way and cheering on. It's been really good. So you did 200 miles outside the front of Waitrose in Guildford, didn't you? On the bike, on a bike treadmill. And then what did you do today, Sam? Did the last 50 miles today. And I bet that was really, really good. How did it feel to come over the finish line earlier on? Seeing everybody cheering on. It's such a good thing. Now, Chris... You have been involved in helping Sam and training him up. Talk to us a little bit about what went on. Sure. So um, I'm, I work for Halo as a buddy and also as part of the Building Futures program, which um, Sam is on as well. Um, so that's, that's a, a day program that young people 
from Halo can learn new skills on and they get to do a lot of activities and a lot of life enrichment kind of things. Um, and yeah, Sam was quite enthusiastic to do the Halo 250 this year. Um, I'm quite into cycling myself, so <laughs> I'm quite... Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I thought, well, let's, let's get him trained up. Um, so we've been doing a lot of training rides, haven't we? And, um, and yeah, so that brought us to today. And I think he's done very well. Yeah, he's done incredibly well. Really well supported over the line as well, weren't you, Sam? Now, uh, a couple of other people who we've got with us here. We've got Evie and we've got Tessa. Uh, how were you involved in the rides over the weekend? What did you do? Well, I mainly did the static one on Friday, which was the start of the Halo 250. So that involved just being on a static bike outside of Waitrose in Guildford and, like, pedalling, pedalling, pedalling a bike for um, to get up to 250 miles so and also I'm a really good friend of Sam as well so I've been like in supporting him encouraging him and that lot and also I was there at this on Friday to try and whenever he got out of focus just like to encourage him encouraging really to be that's really good to hear and how is it on the static bike is it still difficult to do Evie um it's it's all right but from my opinion the um the the saddle on the bike was really uncomfortable but <laughs> as you started off it was not so bad but as you got where and nowhere it got really hard towards the end but it was yeah you did really really well and tessa did you have a go on the static bike as well yeah so uh what day did you take part on friday Friday and how many miles did you do? 200. Well done. Yeah, everybody got involved with that one. Uh, and I hear you guys have raised around three or four thousand pounds for the static bike, which is really good to hear, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Well, well done. Oh, I did it as well. My name's Freya and I did it on um, yesterday and I was really tired, but I did it because I wanted to prove to people that just because you're, you're different, you shouldn't be treated anything. And I did about 200 miles, didn't I? I was like, oh. But I really enjoyed it, and I thought, I, even though I'm injured, I just powered through, and I did it. And I was going to say, you, you, you had the arm in a sling. Yes, I um, pulled a muscle and ended up in A&E Friday morning. I was like, great. <laughs> but still, you did the ride anyway. Yes, I did, and I did it for my family and my friends. Well, here, my best mate I've known since school. Well, there you go. Well, well done to all of you for taking part over the weekend uh, and congratulations for doing something very inspirational. Well done. Thank you very much. Thank you. I've managed to catch up with the venue owner, who is Isabel Mason, here at Clock Barn Hall. Isabel, nice to speak to you this afternoon. Nice to speak to you too. Uh, now, this is the second year that I've come back. This is a really nice place where you have this event every year. Talk, tell us a little bit more about the venue. Thank you, yes. We're very proud of it. It's been going now for about 12 years as a wedding venue. We're licensed for civil ceremonies as well, and that's primarily our main income. However, we do open up for charity events and various other lunches, etc. We've got a good team here, a good team of caterers and a good team of bar staff. And yeah, we, we, we work hard. It's, it's nice surroundings. We also run a horse livery yard here as well. So oh, okay. we're surrounded by horses. Mm. And so, you know, quite often it's trying to manage the two together. But they do work quite nicely together. People quite often enjoy seeing the horses. And uh, we're always developing it. Um, all our profits go back into investing and making it better every year. So, so it's like a little jewel here in Godalming, isn't it? It's a lovely place. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes, yes. So the event we've had here today, obviously the Halo 250, what was your involvement and have you enjoyed the day? 
Oh, yes. Um, we love having the Halo Project here. This is our second year of doing the Halo Project 250. Uh, last year, it, unfortunately, it rained. Yeah, there was a downpour. There it? was yeah, a downpour, yeah. yes. But this year, wow, the sun is shining, everybody's smiling, even the cyclists are all smiling. And it's just so lovely to see them all come back and their friends and families all waiting for them. And we've created a nice family atmosphere, so it's a nice welcome home. And lots of lovely young people who are involved in the project. And uh, yeah, we love having Halo here. That's good. And what does it mean to you to have charities like Halo coming in, using the venue, but also bringing their events here? Oh, it means a lot to us. I mean, obviously, we love the Halo Project and we love most of our charitable events um, that we do here. And we support quite a few charities. But it's so nice to do this, to be able to, you know, give something back. You know, it's not all about making profit. It's about giving something back to the community and those around us. Fantastic. And if people do want to find out more about you, can they get in touch? Is there any way they can go to find out more? Yes, we have a website, clockbarnhall.co.uk. We have a Facebook page and we're on Instagram. Amazing. Well, thank you very much for, for hosting, really, in, in terms of venue oh, today. Uh, and it's lovely to speak to you, Isabel, as well. Thank you. Lovely to speak to you, too. This year's Magnificent 7 edition of the Halo 250 raised over £72,000 for the charity's work and they're hoping to see that figure continue to rise even further. If you want to find out more information, if you want to donate to the cause for this year or sign up for 2019, you can visit their website www.halo250.org.uk where they have all the details about the upcoming race next May. For now though, a big thank you to everybody who spoke to me and welcomed me down in Godalming on Sunday. It was lovely to see you all again and a big well done and congratulations for a fantastic achievement if you've enjoyed this podcast why not keep up to date with the sound of surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app